listeners. Welcome to episode one. That's right. Episode one of the Central Coast Musicians Podcast. We are looking for a better name than that. <laughs> so I welcome any suggestions. Uh, more on that in a second. Hey, so this podcast is all about whether you live in the Central Coast or not. If you're a fan of music, and I would say most people are, then this podcast is for you. Uh, every episode, we'll get to know a musician, songwriter, or music director of some sort who's active in the Central Coast right now. I am your host, Matt Vargo, and I'm a recent transplant to the Central Coast of California. Uh, I'd say it's been my promised land for quite a while. I wanted to move up here for a long time. I'm proud to now call it home. Music is a huge part of my life. Uh, and when I moved up here, I was really happy to find a healthy community of fellow musicians here. So today's guest is Regina, is it Basin? Mm -hmm. Regina Basin, a singer-songwriter who, just like me, is new to the area. So we have at least one thing in common. Yeah. Say hello, Regina. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're, we're all hanging out in my living room, which is also my studio, which is also the fireplace room, which is also <laughs> the kitty's bedroom. Um, it's a very multi-purpose room. So we've got a fire going behind us. Yeah, you can hear it. Crackling. Yeah, I hope you can hear it crackling in there. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to hang out and get to know Regina. Uh, her boyfriend Alvin is hanging out with us too. Uh, fellow metalhead. Yeah, say hello. Hello. There he Hi, is. community. <laughs> we all agreed he should be actually narrating this podcast, not me with my <laughs> weird voice. Anyhow. <laughs> so my first question for you guys, and this is for both of you, is did you feel like you were in a horror movie as you drove into my house tonight? Yeah, let's take it back to The Evil Dead, where I felt like the vines were going to attack us at some point or another, just because it seemed like a very, very, very long rural drive. You know that scene in Snow White where she's like in the middle of the forest and all the trees are like, you know, evil? That's what it, that's what it kind of felt like. <laughs> Either that or... You know, we were going to find Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot Bigfoot was around, I think. So. I made sure to ask Regina if she still had her rock hammer in, <laughs> Always her, in her car. I am a geologist. Also. I figured we were going to use that at one point yeah. or another. He's like, lock the doors. Make sure you have a rock hammer. <laughs> yeah. I When we first saw this place, when we moved up here, we just needed a place. And we came in during the day, and it was beautiful. You could see all these, you know, these hills and driving through the trees. It was exactly what... I was looking for. And then my brother-in-law came to visit us like two months ago and he drove down the road and he was like, I felt like I was in a horror movie. I thought I was going to die mm -hmm. driving into your house. So, and now you guys Jason came in at night too. Jason pop out at some point. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. With the chainsaw. Anyway. I mean, you know, no trick-or-treaters here. <laughs> That's true. If we did, we would be getting a gun, not candy. We hear a knock on the door on Halloween. We get the gun. We do not pull candy up no. for whoever's at our door. No. All right. Hey, so you... uh there's lots of stuff I'd, I'd love to ask you to start out, but you guys already started. Um, you mentioned something, so let's let's roll with that. Is that you're a geologist? I am also. I'm a hydrogeologist too. Yeah, yeah. Tell us. Well, so what is that? What do you do? You uh, yeah spray so, water at rocks. <clears throat> a hydrogeologist? <laughs> no, I find the water in the rock. <laughs> oh, it's very biblical. No, I'm kidding. No, I create. This is, this is, everyone's going to stop listening to your podcast after after they listen. Well, to this. I think I, mean, I I don't know a single musician who's a hydro uh, geologist. Uh, I almost said biologist. No, no. Uh, yeah. So see, so I I find that unique and interesting. So cool. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, what I do is create three D models and depict where groundwater is flowing, and from there, uh, maybe some constituent is applied um, to an area of concern. And uh, I depict where, where that contaminant is going, and then I apply some sort of remediation tactics to that, uh, to that area of concern. So at the end of the day, uh, if anyone listened to it, <laughs> if anyone's listening <laughs> beyond what I just said, congratulations, because I usually make people snore. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll say I, I did not know what a lot of those words meant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a podcast. People could pause and <laughs> can look them up later, I guess. <laughs> That's true. There we go. Hey, everybody. Pause right now. Pause. Look up two or three of those words. Look up those words. 
Yeah, and then you'll be super put it on stoked Facebook and on hydrogeology, Twitter yeah. it. And- <laughs> um, well, let's just start with something else too. Uh, since I mentioned this, I recently moved here last July, and I don't even know if you actually are living here, but I know you're playing lots of gigs in the area, so I consider you a Central Coast musician. Yeah. So yeah. what's uh, what's the deal? So I moved out from South Carolina in mid July um, to Burbank with my uh, siblings. <clears throat> but I go back and forth from Burbank to Morro Bay because uh, my boyfriend's in Morro Bay. So, um, yeah, I know a lot of people seem to be happy about that. <laughs> a lot of people seem to be happy about that. And, uh, no, it, this, this community has been really wonderful, like you said earlier. Um, everyone's very supportive of one another. Um, they they really listen and um just, just the support, the community was just so welcoming. When I moved out here from South Carolina, I was actually, it was a couple of weeks before I even played uh, in downtown Morro Bay. And uh, I was telling a friend, I was like, man, I got to start from square one. It was way faster for me to start here than it was in South Carolina. Cool. I have to say, which was really great. It's just the the, the people and the connections and... You know, I've I've met more people than I can remember their names at this point, <laughs> which is you know it's it's wonderful. This community and it's very really interesting too how big of a music community it is out here. I mean, yeah, literally we just had no idea talking about where we could think about playing, and it took like just an outing to figure that out. Essentially, just to kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, and My, our, the favorite story that I have is is we were walking around during um it was a it was a wine halloween crawl and so we weren't participating but we went out to get burgers and then we just we were in this art gallery and then I turned to Alvin and I'm like I think I hear live music and he goes yeah. no I don't think so I'm like no man I think so <laughs> and we like we like hear it we're following it and we go downstairs and then it was the the wine cellar oh Morro Bay wine yeah cellar. exactly and and all of a sudden I'm just like what there's musicians and this this couple uh, saw us and they're like you want to sit and we're like uh, yeah we'll, we'll sit with you <laughs> wait someone gave up their seat in Morro Bay well, wine cellar well well they <laughs> there they are had never two, seats they had in Morro Bay wine cellar they had two seats with them at it the table it was more like an invitation oh, wow. to sit yeah, with to them sit because with them. Um, I guess there was a perform performance and they were like yeah it's supposed to be like an open mic and whatnot and oh, we're just kind of chiming in yeah and we're just like oh that's this is like really cool it's a really cute little venue and what have you and you know we became really good friends afterwards yeah with, we did um, yeah no and then after that it just kind of took off they're like you need to meet these people and these people and then i don't know it just it started this momentum and this cycle and opportunities and gigs and yeah it's just it's it's just quite it's i i'm actually blown away of how fast things kind of progressed. it was like they took your word for it and they could see that you were being honest and yeah it was yeah they brought you a guitar they brought you me didn't even have yeah one. <laughs> yeah they they brought me a guitar i didn't even have one um they they turned to steve key and said hey you know this is regina basin like she's a singer songwriter you know, you should really check her out, listen to her. And he turns to me and he's like, you're on in three songs. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> I wow. guess I'll play. Wow. So I played and and that kind of just, it kind of took off from there, from other opportunities. And and yeah, it's it's been wonderful. Um, it's been, it's been a, it's been a great experience. A lot easier, I have to say, than South Carolina. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you happen to remember who was playing when you went to... Uh, Morro Bay Wine Cellar? Maybe you never knew in the first I d- place. I don't. It was a young... It was an open mic. It was a young... It wasn't open mic. Oh, it was oh. It was actually a band. Um, they, uh, they're a younger band, and <laughs> no, I didn't catch their name, because okay. mostly when we were talking to Patrick and Shay, <laughs> we were like getting to know one another. Yeah. So we were listening, too, but... <laughs> You mean yeah. you were talking while another know, musician was I playing? I know. I hate doing I that. I would honestly. never. No, I honestly. It's, I'm that's, like the worst one. Honestly, I I I really do try to engage when people are when people are playing. I yeah, really yeah. I truly try, but I think 
because we were just meeting these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I they gave it. up seats for, I mean, they gave us their seats. That's amazing, yeah. We <laughs> didn't want to be rude. Be like, you yeah, know yeah. what? You gave me your seat, but <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I, I mean, I don't speak to people for more than Other than this guy. Yeah. It was the wine talking. Yeah. Okay, uh, so while we're on this topic, um, so did you even um, let's let's try to what's the logical order? How did you um, meet him? I'm I'm trying to f- figure out your path to Morro Bay and the Central Coast. So, what was your first first contact with the Central Coast? Like, My first how did con- you discover well, he, it? Well, or yeah, so Alvin moved here. From Riverside, and um, and then I just kind of followed suit. Uh, it was like a thing where we had been discussing our careers, and we were looking at a place to um, sort of. I was actually tired with my previous job, so I'm an archaeologist, and oh. I was traveling for two and a half years, just nonstop, and then uh, back and forth visiting Regina in South Carolina, and it came up to us to that I was looking for a new job and um, she also began to search for a new job and it just kind of placed us in the San- Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo area. And so we were going to be like, yeah, I must move to Santa Barbara. Yeah. We were going to be relatively mm-hmm. close and not super far away, like on the other side of the, the, the country. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what really kind of like, um, you know, brought us up this way, honestly. And so I ended up getting a job um, with the state here in Morro Bay. And, you know, it just kind of took off from that. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Alvin, you haven't even been here too long either. No, since October, actually. Oh, wow. so yeah. I've actually been here the longest out of all the people sitting in this room. <laughs> yeah. I'm the, Episode one, I'm and the we're native. all newbies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, tell, that shows just how meaningful the Central Coast music scene is, That's right? right. That's right. Here we are. Yeah, yeah um, it's a very tight-knit community. It's it's really impressive, and it's really awesome. Uh, people support each other, and that's, that's, that's what music should be about. You know? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I do love is that uh, I haven't noticed a lot of competition up here. Even though the first gig I played up here was a uh, songwriter contest, like all the musicians were like patting each other on the back and like, hey, great job. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, we'll come back to that in a second. But before I forget, you just mentioned you're an archaeologist mm-hmm. and you're a hydrogeologist. Uh, That's a tongue twister. Yeah. You know what? I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to say what I was going to say, but I realized as soon as I said that that it's wrong. Archaeology doesn't really have to do with rocks, does it? Well, we do a lot of the artifacts that we kind of study, at least that I've seen, are particularly rocks. Okay. So there is there is um, an incorporation of sciences included with archaeology. So what I was going to say is that you guys are so rock and roll that <laughs> oh, no. both of your jobs have to do with rock. Uh, this is why you guys rock. some rolls. <laughs> Yeah, and now of, everyone has turned stone. the podcast off. Now okay. it's over for it's uh, episode one. Everyone, done. You thought the hydrogeologist was going to get him, but it was that joke. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone's gone. So it's just us now. So um, We can do whatever we want. Everything's out the window. That's true. Uh, so we, uh, yeah, so we talked about the songwriter contest. So um, your first gig was not the songwriter contest. You said it was at, was it Sculptera then? You said a winery and they brought you a guitar. Yeah, yeah. Unofficially, it, yeah. Yeah, unofficially it was. Um, okay. Yeah, that was <laughs> the unexpected you're on in three yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, I know I played the last songwriter contest with you. Mm-hmm. And did you not win best performance? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, that should be something we put at the front of the podcast. <laughs> Regina Basin, recent winner. best performance winner. A best oh, performance. Man. So it was Regina really funny. Basin. I did the Aretha Franklin tribute, and no one really knew me. I knew like a couple of people in the audience. And of course, I get announced as this is the best performer of the last year's songwriter. And I'm like, girl. No pressure. <laughs> No pressure. <laughs> I mean, mind you, it didn't really phase me, but in my head, I'm just having this like laughing commentary of, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Get ready, everyone. If she sucks, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like I'm just like, oh, guaranteed to disappoint. <laughs> no, she. she <laughs> I'm like, well, how about you just say I knew, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. no one had that. Your expectations are down there. No, it was fun though. It was I mean, people were rocking. You can't go wrong with a reek though. So. You know. Yeah, I actually saw a quick video uh, that you did. Yeah. In, uh, respect, right? You did respect. I did. Um, I mean, R E S P E C T. Yeah. Yes. Everyone's like respect. What's that song? Oh, oh, really? <laughs> no, I'm saying if you spell it out, R E S P E C T. Everyone's oh yeah, that song. That's too funny how people. No, do. but uh, you I, you sounded awesome on it. Thank you. I Thanks. It. I was like, wow. Yeah. She had the whole floor moving, which is kind of funny. People in their, you know. All ages. People I, I was ready for the, the white person comment. All the no. white people, they were trying to dance. <laughs> no, I was going to say something more mean, like the elderly with their strollers. And Stop it. There's no, there no one there. Cane I mean, sticks. And, we're going to have to chop know. this oh, out. Man. We're going to have to chop this out because oh, now man. we're going to have no friends. All right. In a few minutes, we're going to have Regina play uh, some of her songs. But before we do that, let's get a quick uh, background on her and uh, maybe some of her musical influences. So, Regina, where were you born? I was born in Connecticut, um, lived there and grew up there, uh, and uh, then I moved to South Carolina um, about in my mid-20s, and then from there, I, you know, a couple months ago, I moved, moved to California. Cool. Yeah, it catches us all up to yeah. date. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> where did we go after that? I want to recreate, Musical but that's too bad. Yeah. This is all I don't cool. know. Cut. Chop. I got distracted by your pick. That's the problem. As I'm like, oh, that's a cool pick. Oh, she's done talking. It's functional, too. <laughs> it's my turn. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. So what is your? what was your first uh, memory of playing music, your first musical memory right. that you have? So uh, when I was in uh, kindergarten, I was playing violin, and um, I, I picked it up because of my sister. She's older than me. I looked up to her. I still look up to her. She's you know, she's still a good role model. <laughs> and uh, she was back then. She was back then. Nowadays, she is no. She's still. She's still. She's still a good role model. Um, anyway, so uh, when I grow up one day, I will be like her now. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, uh, she was playing violin and I told my mom, I'm like, I want to play violin. So she was taking lessons. My mom was like, all right, well, you got to take lessons. You got to keep up with it. I was like, all right, sure. Whatever, (laughs) you know, being five. Um, so my first memory was I was on stage with a bunch of different other, you know, violinists and we're all playing a song together. And of course, I'm five years old and adorable. And I was not even looking at my own fingers when I was playing my music. I was looking into the audience in a space, you know, and I'm just like, whoa, this audience, <laughs> there's an audience. Like, it was just kind of mind boggling to me. Uh, I don't even know if I really played anything when I, when I, during that time. I was probably just looking adorable. Bow down at your side. No, I was moving my bow. I knew how to fake it. I was like, you know, like I was moving, you know, my bow and my fingers and whatnot. But I was definitely not paying attention to the director or, you know, just looking to the audience. Yeah. So, so. it's interesting. You just won best performer and you were, which means you're connecting with the audience, yeah, right? Yeah. And there you go. First time you ever performed. Staring at the audience. I knew eye contact was key. Eye contact. I, <laughs> Nadia still tells me, you close your eyes too much when you're singing. She's totally right. So when we have an outdoor gig and I can wear sunglasses, it's like you I'm all know. good. Nobody... I think that's why musicians do... Some musicians have sunglasses for that very reason. You don't have... You can run away from the audience. Yeah. And your feelings. Right. You just... Which is really important. Or maybe they're just reading their lyrics behind <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What are those lyrics again? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you learned you started the violin. Mm-hmm. Are there any other instruments? Yeah, um, yeah. So in middle school, I played saxophone, and then I switched to tenor sax. Um, and I played in high school in the jazz band wood ensemble. Um, played some in played some saxophone in in um, college too in a band, and yeah, um, I guess. 
uh, guitar. I took a class, like a semester-long class in high school, and um, kind of it didn't work out well because <laughs> I had a piece of plywood that I was playing with. <laughs> so Esteban... Plywood with nails and uh, no, strings yeah. on it? <laughs> so my dad was like, if you want to play guitar, I'm going to buy you this Esteban guitar with a video Oh, the VHS. Esteban. With a VHS tape. Everyone and, had the Esteban, I think. And so, and so, <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like the VHS was worth more than the gu- dang guitar because <laughs> that possible. thing was so hard to play. And I got so frustrated with it. Yeah, yeah. And so, I kind of just put it aside. And then in college, um, I, I picked it back up again. Um, There's this guy in... in my Spanish class and he's like, I play guitar and I'm like, Oh yeah, me too. And he's like, well, his let's name jam Esteban? after. No, his name, no, his name is not Esteban. <laughs> I had your guitar, dude. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> no. Yeah. We went out and we were playing and I'm playing C, G and D and you know, basic chords and he's a minor like, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> D minor, the saddest of all chords. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I actually probably didn't even know that one at the time, honestly. So I'm telling this dude that I play guitar, and he has his beautiful Martin, and I'm playing it, and he's like... Oh, so his name was Martin? No, no, the guitar was Martin. So he named his guitar. No. (laughs) (laughs) Tough crowd today, people. Tough crowd. Oh, I know. You need an audience, dude. So um, is guitar, uh, I guess here's an interesting question. What what do you think your most, um, what's the word? Proficient. What instrument do you think today? What's your most proficient instrument? My voice huh. is probably okay. the best. Um, still, I mean, I don't know. I'm that kind of person that I feel like I could always do better. That's always, you know, I always want to... You know, I always have this goal that I want to go to, but I I feel as of right now, my voice is probably the the thing that I'm most proud of. I guess it's a good one because that's what most people listen to. (laughs) They too. Out of all the ones, and you can bring it with you anywhere. That is true. If you don't lose it, (laughs) you don't have to check it when you board a plane or anything like that. Um, (laughs) So, last question before you play us one of your songs: Um, what what were your early musical influences that you like what do you remember really enjoying listening to or playing that you Mm -hmm. think still stick with you and still have an influence on what you do yeah so um growing up um we listened to my family listened to a lot of jazz because my dad's a jazz musician and um you'll you'll hear that in it's some of the in my vocals uh mostly um it has some sort of l fitzgerald you know esque to it you can say. Um, and I really admire her as, as a vocalist. I think she's just one of the best and a very, very smart woman in her craft. And, um, I learned growing up that Duke Ellington wanted her most of the time to, to sing with him. And I thought that was really cool. But for, for someone who just really like put herself into the music and just let herself feel it. And she had no training she oh, just did it. One of those. That's unfair. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was, it was, it's a really cool story. She went to like this talent show and, and she wanted to dance, but didn't know how to dance. And so she sang and then she won the talent show for singing. And I was like, that's, that's awesome. You know, you know, it's real, you know, it's raw, you know, it's her. So, um, I really ad- admire her, uh, in, in that regard. So. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a moment, set up, uh, and we're going to hear a song. Two seconds. In other news, I am new at podcasts and <laughs> forgot to video the first time. <laughs> also, <laughs> this is <laughs> drooping. In the news. Shenanigans. Regina is going to play us her song, so tell us what the song is called, what you wrote it about. Yeah. Away. Yeah, so uh, this song is called Mysterious, and it's basically when you first meet someone, you know, you don't really know them, and there really isn't any kind of connection, but but over time, you spend time with them, and you have these conversations, and you develop this relationship, whether it be a friendship or something more, um, and that's kind of what what this song is um, about, so it's 
Here's Mysterious. All right. That song was great. Uh, thanks for playing it, Regina. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk shop. Let's talk music, songwriting. Sure. Um, I I I would love to ask every songwriter I know this question because because I don't know if I am the same as everybody else 
or if my songwriting process is different. So here's the question. Um, what is your, if you have a typical songwriting process, what that looks like for you? So do you, does it take you days, weeks, months, years <laughs> to finish a song? Like, what is that? How does it come together for you? Um, I usually sacrifice a goat and then, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so it changes, it, it definitely varies per song. And so when, I guess let's say I can start out with Mysterious, I laid down the chords and then I just kind of, I just freestyled with it. And so usually, so I usually have a lay, I have a framework of chord progressions and then I just freestyle lyrics. Hmm. But I, <clears throat> not to say that I have a bunch of lyrics out there with no chords at the moment. Where I'm on an airplane one time coming from South Carolina to L.A. And I was just writing the entire flight. Just lyrics that were just popping in my head. Were you writing them down physically? or were they? <clears throat> yeah. No, okay. no. I, I write them down. I also use Google Docs, which is a beautiful tool. <laughs> you that know? is what I'm using to ask you these questions yeah, right now. I'm telling you, Google, <laughs> like me, every musician out there, uh, you know, Google Docs, because you can, you can access your lyrics and whatnot at any time. I even did it when I was in the recording studio. I'm like, man, I forgot my papers. But they're on Google Docs. So anyway, I don't know why I'm promoting Google, but regardless. Yeah, they really need it. <clears throat> yeah, know. they need it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so they can give me some money. You're uh, me. a woman of the people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, that's kind of my process. Mostly, I mean, it's it it's definitely different every song, but it seems like a song starts out with some sort of chord progression, me just kind of lyrically improvising and then just kind of going from there. So, uh, your lyrics don't usually come before the music. They are based on the chord progression that you've come up with. You yeah, and whatever, f whatever feeling I have at the time. Sometimes it it could I could literally be singing about nothing and then develop into something, some sort yeah. of focus. Sometimes I have a focus and then you know improvise that way. But sometimes it's just uh, I don't know. It 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 comes together somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, so, do you, most of your melodies come before you actually have the words? So you say you sing nonsense or whatever. So you you kind of sing melodies out without words, uh -huh. and then do you fit the words to that melody, sort of? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I have some sort of melody, and and then from there, I I just kind of. I don't know. I let I let the muse fly. I don't know how else to say it, but that's kind of where it goes. Very cool. Yeah. That's really cool. That's interesting. So what um, do you I, I I know you're the interviewer, but I was just kind of curious on your Oh, I don't answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was curious. I'm curious too. Uh, like, cause, well, thank cause, you. Cause, cause, yeah. I Episode one, an, Matt Varga. Yeah, go for it. I'll I guess it. I have an addition. Like, yeah. I know I've heard some musicians, and I personally myself, I dream music, and so I, I I visualize the notes. Is that something that you potentially do? Visualize notes. Mm -hmm. I can hear just music in my head. I don't like visualize like the the notes that are being played. I just hear the music in my head. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Just, just a curious thought. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that is yeah. cool. So Some people I, see color too. Some musicians see color true. when they play, which I'm like, man, I want to get there. I see, like, get, that's kind of cool. I mean, it's. I could visualize like a fretboard since I'm more familiar with a guitar board. Mm. And um, I could visualize like hearing that note before I even play it and just kind of piece it in my mind that way. And it's kind of interesting how we all kind of like perceive it and kind of think about it and, and i think it has to go back to that what do you master music like what instrument do you master the most and for me it's my voice hmm. so if i sing it first and then try to find it on the guitar that's how i do it and <clears throat> honestly a lot of a lot of vocal musicians do that nowadays where they'll just sing what they want and then figure it out on whatever instrument later so again i hear the music in my head i sing it and then I transpose that on the guitar because I don't. I feel very disconnected with the guitar. Hmm. I don't feel very attached to it as much as I do with my voice. Let's say. That's fair. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Since you asked, and actually, it's really cool you mentioned dreams. Is there's a lot of 
uh, well, nights or mornings where either I go lay in bed and suddenly something starts playing in my head. That yep, is the hardest time it. to get out of bed, get on my computer, record it real quick. I on use a my guitar. phone. I yeah. literally take my phone and I, and I start singing it. And that's because you're comfortable with your voice. But like for me, I'm like mm. Alvin, guitar is my bass, mm. sort of. Yeah. So it's hard when I sing something that's a guitar lick, it's, it's difficult for me. Yeah. So dreams are one thing. And then I'll, a lot of mornings I'll wake up hearing something in my head. And I'll, mornings are a little easier because I'm getting out of bed anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'll come record it real quick. Um, but no, for me, music and lyrics are usually totally different. I'll come up with a lyric idea based on my mind wandering or going for a drive or something happening. And I'll come up with a music idea. And at some point, I'll hear a music idea and be like, I like this is a good idea. I want to flush this out. And I'll look through all my old lyrics and see which one fits the feeling yeah. of this song. So yeah, I, <laughs> now see, I know I'm uh, unusual. Like I, my music tastes and my opinions are not what most people uh, would probably agree with. But I, uh, when I hear a pop song on the radio that's about suicide, but it sounds like this happy, poppy, like, let's dance song, I'm like, that makes no sense. <laughs> I never want to write a song like that. Like, for me, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the song is about, I want the music to feel mm. that emotion. I think that kind of, I mean, that kind of deals with some sort of modern art, right? There's There's a lot of... Art nowadays, where you have this visual of a landscape, but then you see this, hear this chainsaw going off, or, or not chainsaw, but like a like city noises. Yeah. You know, they're trying to make you discomfortable. They're trying to make you uncomfortable with the idea of this this juxtaposed like uh, situation where you see this landscape, but then you hear city noises, and you're like, no, this is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your mind is like some people it really makes them think, and then some other people are just like. No, this is this is just nonsense. <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah, that's kind of interesting you say that. I don't know. Anyway, so I've I've answered a question, broken the cardinal rule of any house. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um but so you uh, this actually does follow up with something you said. Um so how many unfinished songs do you think you have right now that you started oh, writing? Shoot. I have so many unfinished <laughs> songs. Do you have like a ballpark number? There's got to be at least 50. <laughs> like, at least. Just just lyric-wise. Lyric-wise, yeah. Like, I have so, like, I have so many lyrics that, um, I, I don't know. I have, I have journals from college. Mm. I have, I have stuff from high school that were poems. And, and maybe they'll just stay poems. But I feel like I, some of them, I really want to turn them into songs. And it's just a matter of finding that that right chord progression, the right melody, and at the same time making it so I I just want it I don't know, I want it to, I want the lyrics to to meld well with, with with the chords. So Yeah. It's yeah, it's a it's hard. Oh yeah. It's hard. Well, it's hard. yeah. And I'm I, so picky. <laughs> I'm my worst I'm my worst critic. That's so. great. Because I probably have over 100, you mm-hmm. know, so. Over 100. I'm there with you. Oh. Dang. We just get on my hard drive right now, cancel the <laughs> podcast, and just look at all those song names that Maybe. are like, cool E minor thing, and like, sad acoustic, and like all, you know, so there's all these, yeah. Did you have something to say, Alvin? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> so here's a, here's a fun question. All right. Um, what is a genre or an artist that you really enjoy that if someone just heard your music when you played at a gig, they might be very surprised that you enjoy that music. So maybe something un- unlike what you actually play that you love listening to or... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm looking at your boyfriend, and I'm wondering if there's any crossover here. No. No, I, I actually don't... I don't listen to a lot of metal. I don't. There, there are certain songs that... Um, that I really like that are dark and heavy. Um, but as far as like screaming metal, no, (laughs) maybe, um, Oh man, that's so, so difficult. That's Uh, fine. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's just me. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sure there's an artist out there where they're like, are you for real? I mean, when I grew, okay. So I have to say in fifth grade, fourth fifth grade i was obsessed with the backstreet boys like absolutely (laughs) obsessed 
where I would like listen to it over and over and over. Okay, this is this is my weird musical selection when I was growing up. <laughs> weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Backstreet Boys, Celine Dion, Josh Groban, Vanessa Williams who was a mu- which who's a violinist, like rock violinist, hmm. pretty cool. Um Hanson. I don't know. I was like a right I I would yeah. have to say it was like a weird hodgepodge of music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I guess, I guess pick one of those, <laughs> I guess you can say, maybe okay. Weird Al was the weird That's one, great, I don't yeah. know, but yeah. Well, yeah, because Weird Al plays basically everything. He does. He does not stick to a genre, he just sticks to songs he can Yeah, I mean, he's, put new lyrics I, I, to. to me, he's a polka guy. That's true, I guess. You know, he's he like, the in accordion. the heart of it all, yeah. he's a polka man. Yeah. So it was like, If he were really, to write Regina original Basin? music, Regina Basin, it would probably. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done it, but maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> One day. All right, let's uh, let's keep going with the music rapid fire questions here. Um, yeah, so here's the here's the question: uh, What piece of music, performance, or album uh, would you say you are most proud of of your own? You have performed, recorded, whatever, written. What's like your proudest moment musically that uh, you can think of? Hmm. Um. I mean, I'm really proud of my EP. Uh, I had a, a friend help me, um, Mike Cannon, he helped me record it, he mixed it, he did everything on it, and I finally got my music out into the universe. You can I'm going to put a plug in, but you can find it Yeah, on plug, band, I was going to ask on, you to plug. You're going to put Go it on for it. Bandcamp, um, Regina Basin Music. Um, so what's, your, what's it called? Uh, EP. Um, um Oh no, what is it called? <laughs> right where I'm supposed to be. Okay. And that was <clears throat> How there, many songs? There's four. Four songs. Uh, Mysterious which you which you heard, um then Dear Friend, Sugar which is sultry and seductive and <laughs> and then Can't Make Me Stay. And um they're all songs are different. They're all different. Um which I like because I feel like we're not in a time of our, I think we're in the as musicians, we're in a time period where you don't just stick with one genre anymore. People are branching out into other things, and that's and that's what I like. Um, because honestly, my musical tastes are all over the place. I mean, as we talked about earlier about my my musical right. selection when I was younger, I was a mess. I was all <laughs> over the place, which which you know, which is fine. So. Um, very cool. Yeah. So Bandcamp is it on uh, any other streaming services? I haven't. I haven't gone. I haven't gotten there yet. Cool. Um, well, for everyone listening, Bandcamp is for most artists the best. The, your artist will make the most money if you buy their album on Bandcamp, as opposed to streaming on Spotify, where you get point oh oh one cent yeah. for every listen. Yeah. Uh, or Apple. Um, I guess what Apple Music nowadays mm-hmm. or YouTube. It's basically. Not even pennies. Pennies on the pennies mm-hmm. is what. So go buy Regina's album on Bandcamp, then she will actually uh, get a few bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's not. <laughs> from yeah. you. Yeah. So yeah. I would have to say there's also another thing that I was proud of. Um, my I wrote a song for my brother because he was going through some changes, and it's called um, You're All Right. And it's a very kind of like, it's something that I've never wrote before. Um, I collaborated um, with with a with a friend of mine on it, and um, it kind of takes you into this meditative state, and you're and you're kind of I don't know you call it shavasana, you know it's a yoga hmm. type, you know you're just meditating, and you're you're kind of in this moment of you know what even amongst all the chaos, like you'll be fine, and I think that really did help him during that time period. And I'm glad I have that song for him. And, um, I, I will bring it out to ever, I will put it in the universe and in, in the internet universe at some point. Um, I'm trying to figure out a charity where I can, um, a specific charity I'm looking for is basically, uh, therapy for musicians and artists that need it because there are those that are struggling with, you know, there's a there's a lot of negativity when you're an artist, and sometimes that really gets to you. 
and I'm trying to look for a charity that um, helps um, artists and musicians and actors and what you know anyone in the arts try to get some sort of help. Maybe so this could be a platform for it. maybe yeah, maybe this can be, but but. With your with your podcast, hopefully I can put that into the the universe. Maybe maybe we'll someone talk. will reach out. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone will reach out. But um, but yeah, that's what I want to do with that song. So cool. Yeah. Um, did you ever have a musical mentor of some sort? Someone that uh, helped you along, taught you stuff. Maybe your dad. I I've, he was an influence. He was definitely a big influence on on playing and performing and you know I'd watch him and honestly it's 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 in my blood <laughs> you know um well I would uh I don't mean to interrupt but I uh, it's not in my blood like uh-huh. in my family there was not people playing music growing up my yeah. my brother took a little bit of piano lessons mm-hmm. you know he a little bit but um so just to say that you you grew up yeah. in a house full of music yeah some people so. You know, the boys are going to play football and the, you know, I mean, I didn't grow in that type of, of household. It mm. wasn't like, you're going to play a sport. No, you're going to play an instrument. Nice. Yeah. That was, there was like no brainer, like in my family. It was no ifs, ands, or buts. You pick an instrument when it's middle school time and mm. you go for it. There Because, you know, studies prove that it helps with sciences and maths and math. I said maths like I was sitting <laughs> In England, oh God. The interwebs. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, science and math and, you know, a, a bunch of other cognitive skills. And yeah, anyway, so yeah, they were very strong. Geology. And, right. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> that's exactly right. Music and geology. <laughs> Tying it all together, Tying everybody. Tying it all together. Um, we'll just ask you, I'll ask you two or three more questions. We'll get another song. Okay. We'll get out of here. Cool. Um, Here's a here's an interesting question. So, is there a uh, certain? Um, we're gonna figure out how I'm asking this question with a little bit of work here. Okay. <laughs> is there a a pers- a skilled individual that would help you move forward right now? For example, uh, I I am a photographer, but if I'm playing shows, if I'm playing on stage, I can't shoot photos of myself to put on my social media page uh-huh. or on my website. So. For me personally, if there was a photographer I knew who could take good good photos of me while I'm playing, that would help me out a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is there anything you can think of that like maybe it's someone who records? Is it someone? Yeah, photo. Is it a? It would be yeah. It would be cool to to get more recordings out there. Um, that would that would be great. I also want to collab with more musicians just in general. You know, I feel like as a musician, you can only create so much by yourself and it'd be cool to collab with with more musicians um so that's kind of that's i feel like that's my next phase is to collab with with more artists and um I also need a website that needs to happen at some go. point yeah I have a friend and uh, who who will help me out? But I need to. I just need to get that ball rolling. I'm <laughs> just like just bite it in the butt and just yeah. just do it. You're not the only one. I need a website too. So All right. web people, you got two clients waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, uh, I think this will be the last question, and then we're gonna get your your second song. Um, what is the oldest song that you play regularly, or that if I commanded you to play it, that you could play right now? Like, what's the oldest song? You know, it could be. Your oldest song, or I don't know, uh, one you learned before that, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's the oldest song you could just play right now. I mean, Mysterious is pretty, it's pretty, I wouldn't say pretty old, but it's definitely in, embedded in me for a pretty long time. So when did you write uh, that song? I wrote it in college, um, so I guess almost 10 years ago. Okay. I yeah. guess almost 10 years ago. Um so yeah, it's it's been in my blood for for quite some time. Jason Mraz's plane. Jason Mraz was the one that actually got me started playing on guitar. Ah, was that the first song you learned then? It was the first song I learned and played in front of anybody. Very cool. Yeah. So his like his his older stuff is 
um, kind of, well, kind of got me cool playing. So, yeah, playing was definitely a good cover song that I like. I could actually, now that you say that, I can hear the influence yeah. from your guitar playing. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. You ready to play another song? Yeah, let's Last do one. it. All right. Yeah. Quick pause. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Regina's going to play her second song. She decided to um, make Alvin and I very happy and play a Metallica song. Woo! She's down-tuned her entire instrument by three whole steps. Uh, so the devil himself will be appearing in the middle of this song. He will be summoned, and he will possess all of us, and we will uh, drink the blood of children. (laughs) Take it away, Regina. This is called Lost Myself (laughs) in You. (laughs) Ready? See your face or remember your voice You're distant now, I'm distant now And somehow here we draw the line You couldn't look at me while you were pausing I said the truth before you ever could I was always the stronger one and you kept pulling me down to you to you to you to you to you to you Myself, I lost myself in you. Oh, I lost myself, lost myself, lost myself in you. Oh, and somehow, I somehow, I somehow, I lost myself being with you. Going through your mind I don't see, I can't see I don't want to see Your heart, your heart was trying to tell mine You said you loved me every day That I was looking good We drank the wine Deceive me after all these years And I can't hold back tears Whenever you cross my mind And somehow, somehow, somehow I lost myself in you Oh, and somehow, somehow Somehow I lost myself in you Oh, and somehow I, somehow I, somehow I lost myself in you
dear, my best, dear, my best, try to help you thaw your shit. I did my best, did my best, did my best, try to help you through all your doubts. I'm stuck here with the bleeding heart and I can't escape. Secret hangar, where's me out? Oh, I know I get there someday, but right now I can't stop feeling the sake. Oh, get me out of this game. But somehow, somehow I, somehow I love. Lost myself in you Oh, and somehow I, somehow I, somehow Lost myself in you Oh, and somehow I, somehow I, somehow Lost myself in you The golf clap of approval. Cool. Uh, last thing I'll ask you, tell us about your guitar. Oh, God. This is my beauty. <laughs> it's a KCE 24. It's a Taylor. It's a Taylor. Yeah, it's a Koa. It's a Koa made out of Koa wood. It is, it is, it is my baby. And it's just... Her name is... um. Her name's Clorinda. I named her after my aunt that mm. passed away. She was a music teacher, speaking about music in her family. But she was a she was a big um, contributor to her community. Um, she gave so much of her time to her students in Phoenix, uh, Arizona. And after she passed away, um, well, about probably like a year after she passed away, I bought a guitar and mm. decided to to name it after her so yeah very cool yeah thanks for coming on You're the first guest you dealt with all our technical difficulties <laughs> it's my pleasure it's really uh, fun last chance to plug i know you have a new ep like where can people find you uh this probably won't come out before your gig at the siren but mm -hmm. uh, any other gigs in the future or where could they find that to come see you yeah uh... I guess you'll just have to just just keep up to date with me on Instagram. It's the best spot um, to to see where I play. And uh, please, by all means, go on Bandcamp and listen to my music. And I have some guitar picks. If you well, if you ever see me in a show, you can get some guitar picks. Oh yeah, see, look at that. Maybe we out of focus on this camera. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank we'll you. have you on again as a repeat guest All right. sometime. Sweet. Go Love see her, it. Regina Basin. Tune in next time for who knows who our next guest will be. Central Coast Musicians Podcast. Terrible name. All of you abbreviate it. CCM. CCM Central sounds. Central Coast Musicians. Boom. CCM. Welcome to C. Yeah. All right. Solid. Sayonara, everybody. Adios.